Welcome back. You know, it takes a lot to divert my attention from all the stuff that is happening around us. Look, we have this Emergencies Act. It's really important as we look at why it was called. We're learning new stuff today about COVID. We're watching Russia, Ukraine, China there. And then we have rate hikes that are clearly going to come up again with all the new numbers that came out in the United States and we have to follow. We have a lot that we're thinking about. However, this is permeating all those blockages. It's coming through. And it happened about the latest controversy about Kanye West. And it reminded me of something that I've thought of for some time. Why do we, and I use the collective way, not including myself, may I be honest, why do we give celebrities so much power? What is it about anybody who's rich or famous that we hand it all over to them? It may be part of the negative parts of this world. It is not unimportant. Alyssa, Alyssa Freeman is joining us, public relations and pop culture expert. Alyssa, thank you for being here. I'm glad to be here because we're talking about something very important. It is. Look at everything that's happening from Kanye West. And it had to get to this point, talking about Hitler and attacking the black community. We know that he's had mental challenges and we all know that that's a problem. But this has been consistent over and over again. And then let's add a, a, a whole group here. We've got Elon Musk talking to Vladimir Putin and using the fact that he's well known to relay his opinion on a war where he has no training and no opinion. And then we've seen what's happening in politics and the former president of the United States, we have seen so much of it here. Alyssa, is this a point where we have to look at the danger of celebrity in a new way? Well, 100%, because you look at someone like Kanye West, and if you go onto his Twitter profile at Ye, then you would see that he has 31.4 million followers. Well, there are some countries that basically have that number as a population. So while he doesn't mean, it doesn't mean to say that they're all active, but the platform itself is large and it's frightening, especially when you have free reign of it and feel that you can just say whatever you want to say. Now, when the rise of social platforms uh, started, you know, with Twitter in its infancy, it was a way of, you know, they called it citizen journalism, people giving their thoughts about any number of issues, political and otherwise. But what it's turned into is people just using that and leveraging, especially if they are a celebrity, to, you know, espouse their own point of view, as wrong, as hateful, and as ridiculous as it may be. But it turns it on us. They wouldn't have it if we didn't give them the power. You know, Kanye West is a musician. I can understand people listening to his music. But it was really kind of at least getting out of favor to listen to any musicians. I mean, Madonna tried to tell us what she thought politically. Nobody seemed to be interested, thank God. But this is kind of crossed into other areas now where we're looking, if you have the platform, people are using it. And it's working, Alyssa. The problem is that people are now using social platforms, Arlene, as their major uh, source of news feed. So if that's the case, then that is truly what's dangerous. No longer are people necessarily going on to the Global Mail or the Toronto Star, the National Post or the New York Times. They're turning it to see what Kanye West has to say is their form of news. And that's really what's dangerous. And what's even more dangerous is that not many people don't go beyond the tweet. 
or they don't even go beyond the headline. They see that, they believe it, and then they move on to the next. Because our consumption is no longer about long-form journalism. It's more about, you know, instant gratification. So if I can read something, it, it maybe I retain it, maybe I don't, and then I move on. So the fact that people are not fact-checking, the fact that people are not even checking sources, or even looking at someone like Kanye West as a credible source, But all to say that there are people who are calling him out as not being uh, credible and that he has lost the plot and that he is no no longer rational, suffering from what appears to be a bipolar disorder. But that's not stopping him. And that's the problem, because there are people who still believe what he says. I will say that when, you know, before I came on, I did a quick check and there are more people coming out um, in defense and not excusing his anti-Semitic tweets. Like, for example, the bank where he has his empire, Chase Morgan is no longer allowing him to be a bank there. But of course, he's calling that cancel culture. And of course, he's leveraging that as saying, well, guess who is the perpetrator of cancel culture? However, the um, producer of LeBron, LeBron James's show, which is called The Shop, which I have often listened to, and I think is, it, they cover some really interesting topics with a range of people, and they literally sit in what is a barber shop. They are also basically coming out against uh, Kanye West, so uh, and saying that they thought he was capable of having a rational discussion, but they realized that he is not. Though I will say that for people coming out against his anti-Semitic tweets, aside from those who identify as being Jewish, there hasn't been that much support. No, there hasn't. But the fact that he had that platform was despicable to begin with. We know what happened. He went to the White House uh, using profanities. He and his former wife used the White House and tried to have influence and justice and who got pardoned. I mean, really, what have people done handing over power? I mean, the first time even Kim Kardashian was pressuring and using her name. And I think it's great if you have it and you feel strongly about someone. And I'm glad if somebody didn't commit a crime that people are out there helping them. On the other hand, who we're handing power to these days is just terrifying. At first, it was movie stars. And, and then I remember being absolutely shocked at Michael Jackson and how much he got away with and any allegations about him and young boys or kids were met with such reaction by those who loved his music. And I wondered what was happening in people's heads. And now, thankfully, I think you're right. A lot of criticism of Kanye West. I don't know what's going to happen to him. I, I don't know either. I mean, obviously, he needs help. That's the first thing. And that's what I hope that Kanye gets. But I'm not going to say that people with mental health issues, especially Kanye West, should use that and say, well, you know, he's not mentally stable. We can't really give, you know, take, give him too much credence for what he says. But I'm sorry. No, you can, because he's still in charge of, you know, what he determines to be right and what he determines to be wrong. And he's not stopping. He's absolutely not stopping. So, and, and, I, and honestly, you know, that's the dangerous part of it. You know, who is giving him airtime? Who is not no longer, you know, giving him airtime? I noticed that he was on some conservative political commentator show and she was buying into every each and every one of his tropes. So, you know, maybe she does. It was Candace Owens. Maybe she does and maybe she doesn't. Yeah. Maybe she's mm-hmm. leveraging to get her own name out there. But 
but really, you know, is there no longer any sense of morality and really you're just trying to ride the coattails of anti-Semitism to boost your own brand? I mean, where have we fallen to? It's, it's, it's lower than low. It really is. And this is coming on the heels of Alex Jones finally getting justice, owing almost a billion dollars. But then he must know the landscape, Alyssa, right after this is wrong. This is an attack. I'm going to fundraise off this. They'll never get me. It used to be there was a limit at the beginning of that court case. We thought, okay, here's Alex Jones facing justice. But even then, there is no limit. Something terrible has happened. And I hate to say it, but something terrible has happened where a lie just is ridden, ridden to the shore until you hit the sand. Well, look at the whole, you know, the uh, election deniers in the state. The Republican Party is still doubling down that the election wasn't a fair one. And even though it has been seen that it was fair, even though there were Republican lawmakers in each one of the states on the state level that said, yes, it was fair, they're still doubling down. And what worries me is this sort of incredible gullibility on people just to Mm -hmm. take that Mm -hmm. at face value until they realize that it's not. And but there are people who don't want to even investigate whether that it is true or not. And you have Republican candidates, you know, I believe it in Ohio, like J.D. Vance who wrote that book that I loved and I and, and I read, The Hillbilly Elegy, and here he is doubling down that the election was a steal. I, I don't even think people care about the truth. I think they care about leveraging a convenient narrative in order to leverage themselves, whether it's a branding opportunity, whether it's a political opportunity, or whether it's just to get their 15 minutes of fame. There is a complete lack of morality in what people look at in order to self-leverage. Alyssa Freeman, public relations and pop culture expert. Thank you, Alyssa. Always great to have you. You have a great night. Thanks for your time. And you too, Arlene. Thank you for having me on. All right. It's great to have you. We're going to take a short break and we'll return. I'm Arlene Bynum. This is On Point.